looking at choices based not so much on your mind, but starting to follow and trust yourself and follow the energy in your life and just treat it like a game <laughs> and see if things get a little bit easier or a little bit more fun for you when you look at heavier light when you're choosing things and have fun with it and see if it can create something greater than what your mind has figured out for you. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and we have a really cool and unique guest to share with you today. Her name is Emily Russell, and she's an access conscious facilitator and best-selling author. Her access is a growing personal development modality utilized in 176 countries, and she has helped thousands of people all over the world transform and improve their lives. She's going to talk to us about her newest book and all of these exciting things. Her story is really cool. I left that out intentionally. So we're going to jump right in. Emily, welcome to The Daily Helping, and it's great to have you on. Oh, thank you, Dr. Richard, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. There's so many things we get to talk about, but as you know, I, I really like to peel back the onion and find out people's why and yeah. kind of how they got on the journey that they're on today. So so what were the things that really were pivotal in terms of moving you into what you're doing today? That's a great question. You know, when I was young, like many of us, I don't know, I had this desire to create some major change in the world, but I wasn't exactly sure how to do it. <laughs> and um, I ended up trying various different things in my life. Um, one of which I was a yoga teacher for a while. Then I was a high school teacher. I taught biology, very gratifying job. I loved, I loved working with people and seeing their lives improve and change. And I still had this feeling that there was something bigger or more that I wanted to be choosing. Um, and then I took a little time off from both teaching biology and yoga um, to have kids. So I have two little girls. And then in that period, I came across access consciousness. And I was a really stressed out new mom. I had a traumatic second birth and was using the tools I had available, yoga and meditation, and couldn't get over my postpartum depression with my second daughter. And had just sort of asked the universe, like, there's got to be something else and greater that would help here. Um, I'm normally a very happy person. So it was very strange for me to be in a place where I wasn't connecting with my daughter and, and not sure what I wanted to do next in my life, you know. And so I came across Access Consciousness and something called Access Bars, which quickly defragged my brain of all of that real, the trauma, the stress, the intensity around that birth. And things changed for me so much <laughs> that I, I then became a facilitator of it and now um, coach and facilitate people with the questions and tools of access consciousness. So I know you've been doing this all over the world. Yeah. For those of us who are not familiar with access consciousness, take us through 
kind of an overview of what that platform entails? It's basically like if you got a giant toolbox and we're like, which of these things helps make your life lighter and more fun where you can show up as a contribution to more people? Um, and so it's a lot of actually questions. So really looking at the power of asking a question in your life rather than going to the conclusion of what you've been handed and how to use those to your advantage. Also, diff like how you can change your point of view and your perspective, which actually changes the reality that shows up for you. So from very simple, basic questions and tools to some more out there ones that are, but they're all about empowering you to know that you know something different than anyone else on the planet. You're gonna create a life different than someone else if you actually follow what is true for you and that ends up contributing to the people around you and the planet so it's kind of like a pick your pick your favorite tool sort of thing <laughs> what's interesting about that is what you're basically describing are some of the tenets of cognitive behavioral therapy yeah so yeah. It, it's it's interesting that there there's overlap there so i know that you did that and then talk to us about the impetus for writing your new book, which is called Energy Shopping and Available Everywhere. So first, talk to us about why you wrote the book. And then the title is very intriguing. So I want to jump in and, and start going through kind of what the book is going to teach people. Cool. Yeah. So energy shopping is the idea of creating, like, creating your life based on, oh, I'll have that. I'll have that. I'd like that. But based on the energy of things rather than if you see someone with a really nice house or job a lot of people go they make themselves wrong for not having that or they're jealous or they have these so it's more instead of doing that and instead of being really um there's also manifestation which a lot of people you know they have vision boards and this sort of thing energy shopping is looking at say like you see a really sweet puppy playing in the park um, or a couple holding hands. And there's something about, that's an energy. Energy doesn't have to be this woo-woo thing that's <laughs> that nobody gets. You actually get different energies. Like there's the energy when you wake up in the morning and you're like, you can't wait to start your day. And then there's the energy when you wanna hit the alarm and just go back to sleep, different energies. And we're inspired by different things in our life. So I became inspired and why I started creating my life this way was, going beyond what my brain was figuring was the right choice to make or logical and more going on, okay, if I make this choice, what will my life be like in five years? And if I don't choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And you'll notice if you really ask questions and you, you are present with like the space after you ask and the energy, they actually have a different feeling or sensation, one will probably be more contractive, and one will be more expansive. And even if we are so used to making choices in our life based on the checklist, like this one, look, this checks all the boxes. And oftentimes we'll find ourselves disappointed, even if something checked all the boxes, it wasn't actually true for us or lighter. So when you shop for, shop for energies or choose in your life making choices for things based on the energies that inspire you, then you end up going beyond what your mind's limitations of what, like the expectations of what your life should look like or would check the boxes for you. And you end up in a space and a life that more is more, a lot more fun basically, and a lot more easy. <laughs> so a lot of people, you've hit on a lot of terms that are major buzz, buzzwords right now, manifestation, 
energy. And it's so it's what's interesting is that I know that some of these quantum physicists and such that they literally are finding out, like you said, that this isn't necessarily woo-woo. There really is science behind this. But yet people have different terms of what what energy means specifically. And so what I'm hearing from you is that you're kind of describing this as just like a state that we kind of shift in and out of depending on environmental circumstances. At least that's that's the spin. That's how I conceptualize what you're saying to me. Is that, is that on point? Yeah, I think it's absolutely on point. And it's, and it's a shift for a lot of us because, I mean, I used to teach biology. I'm a very analytical, scientific thinker. And so, but I got so caught in my head a lot of times of what's the right choice. I don't know, you know, how's this going to turn out? And then you kind of get stuck at a crossroads rather than maybe moving forward in your life. So when I had my two little two little girls and they were both young and I was looking at what I wanted to do to go back to work. And I started working in social media for a few different people, having no experience in it, just kind of figuring out that I was pretty good at it. And I started to get hired by people. And at first I was really new. So what I was earning was maybe three or four more dollars than I was paying the nanny to take care of my kids, which is a great example of logically that didn't make sense. And I had people around me asking, well, why are you, why are you choosing this? If it's time away from your kids and you're barely making any more money than you're earning. And I said, I, it matched an energy. And I said, I don't, it doesn't make logical sense right now, but when I tap into what will my life be like in five years, if I keep choosing this, I don't know what that's going to look like. I didn't end up staying in social media, but I knew it was a path to something different by my intuition. There wasn't like a mental way of figuring that out, but I was like, I don't, it just, I get that it's going to create something greater. And so I followed that and continued to, and my life is so different, like relationship wise, financially with my kids, but it was from choosing that based on my head of what made sense and a lot of following the, that energy. Okay. So that all makes sense to me and is, and is cool. And, and so if you're still listening to this, you're obviously interested in, in the method. So, you know, for somebody who's never worked their way through something like this, where do we start? Great question. And, and just so everyone knows, I, I was a real skeptic of, I was a science background. So every time I heard the word energy, I was like, eh, you know, what is that? What does that mean? How can you create your life from that? But basically it starts by looking at like starting with a choice say there's a job you're looking at do i want to leave my job i mean this last year during corona a lot of people have had a lot of bigger decisions to make and life changes to make so when those come up rather than going to the worst case scenario or i'm going to try to make my checklist of positives and negatives you really want to look at asking some questions about okay if i chose to leave this job what would my life and you want to say be like in five years. And the reason you ask that question is be like in five years is it takes you out of your mind. It's so far in the future, you can't figure that out. And it taps you into your energetic awareness, which we actually all have. We came into the world speaking energy, like when you're babies, you don't have words. And if you've been around a kid or animals too, we often know like just how to pick up a baby and rock them or how to pet an animal. There's an energetic communication going on there. It's actually, we all have the capacity to be aware of it. So when you ask a question like that, 
it taps you into that awareness again, rather than your mind going, well, that's not possible, or this would be wrong, or, or this wouldn't work out. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. So there's two things there that are really interesting, and, and I enjoy this because I, I'm able to link this very easily to some, some empirically-based techniques. This is very similar to what is known in therapy as the miracle question, in which you basically take people out who are in a state of depression or despair and hate whatever's going on in their life to say, you know, if you had a magic wand and can make all those things go away, what would your life be like? And this is a lot like that. So I before though, because I want to clarify a point, before we get back to kind of the processes and procedures in doing this, I want to dive deeper into energetic awareness because mm-hmm. you you stated that this is something that we all kind of have. What let's talk about what that actually means, energetic awareness, and what would be ways we can either fine tune or enhance that. Because this, and we'll yeah. go there first. Yeah, absolutely. So energetic awareness. If you imagine, and I'm sure we've all had something like this, when you walk into a room or a restaurant, when we used to be able <laughs> to go out to restaurants to eat, and you instantly know if someone in there is having a bad day or is upset or angry, or you have that knowing to call a friend. And when you call, they're like, oh, thank you. I've just had the hardest day. That's actually an energetic awareness. It it went, it's faster than figuring something out with your mind. It's just, you just have this knowing. So we all have it. Um, Intuition, say when you are looking at walking down a certain street and you get a bad feeling about one. If you listen to that intuition, we call intuition or your gut often. Another way of talking about it is energetic awareness. It's following those like whispers versus the mind's calculations. Okay, so it's it's kind of like, you know, you call somebody and you're like, holy cow, I was just thinking about you yeah, and, and yeah. they called. Okay. So yeah. uh, how do we, how do we make that into that awareness stronger? It's like a muscle. <laughs> so, so, and one of the greatest things is to tap back into that. It makes your life like just wider, like you have a more palette to play with when you're going about your daily life. So a good way to play with it is any choice you're making, you want to look at, okay, is this heavy or light? What is true for you? Meaning what would create more from your life is going to be light. Now, what what does that mean light? Well, if you choose it, if you look at that choice, like say it's even two checkout lines in the grocery store (laughs) and you're like, oh, which one's going to be faster, but go with, okay, which one is light or heavy? Is one lighter? And light might make you just kind of smile or relax, or you might take a deeper breath. Light is different for everybody. Heavy is more of a, like you kind of want to contract a bit or stop. It could be as simple as a checkout line, or it could be as looking at a job, uh, a new relationship. Does this make me lighter or heavier? And when you start to play with small choices, like a checkout line, 
you start to build the muscle of, wow, that one looked longer, but I chose it. It was lighter and I went right through, you know, or those kind of serendipitous things that happen that we chalk up to luck. As you start to choose based on the energy more and look at, huh, what's lighter or heavier, you'll notice a little bit more of that luck show up, but it's actually you following, following your energetic awareness. Cool. So I'm, I'm glad we spent uh, a few moments there. So let's jump back. We've started going through the process, beginning with asking ourselves, what would my life be like in five years? And so after we sit with that question, what do we do next? Yeah, then um, you look at it with, if I don't choose this in five years, what will my life be like? Um, with any choice you're looking at sending your kids to school somewhere, getting a puppy, whatever that might be. And if it's going to start to get you out of, so when you ask the question, go beyond your mind is a calculating system that basically says, well, this is what I've seen, seen as possible in your life in the world. And so based on that, here's my output of which choice you should make. When you go with what will my life be like in five years, sometimes what will be lighter or more expansive. Like when you ask that, if you just feel your world go, huh, that's interesting. If I don't, if I don't stay in this job, I actually feel more of a sense of relaxation or my world kind of feels a bit bigger. That's the choice you want to make, even if it seems strange or hard. Like I, I was married and I was looking at um, when we got divorced and I had a lot of reasons on paper why that was going to look really hard. I can't imagine not seeing my girls every single day. What's it going to look like moving out? How am I going to find a new house? Financially, will this work out? There were a lot of things my mind was saying, I don't think this would be a good choice. But when I asked that question, what will my life be like in five years if I do leave this marriage? And if I don't, when I got that, I was, when I looked at the energy of when I left, it was so much more expansive and relaxing in my body, which mentally made no sense. I then, this is what I look, call like energy shopping. And you follow that. You say, you just say yes to that. And I chose it and everything else from there has gotten greater. It's created a better life for me and my ex-husband. We're both happier. My girls are greater. It was easy to find a house when I left. It's my job. I got a raise in my job. Like all these things ended up happening after I chose the thing that looked like the harder choice, but the energy was lighter. So it's about trusting that in yourself and starting to make those choices based on that. And I would imagine if you've never done this before, starting to trust that intuition is scary. Yeah. So what are some things, some kind of guidelines you can give people who've never done that? You know, they, other than, you know, which is the right multiple choice item on a high school test <laughs> where they're trusting their intuition. What, what are some ways that people can, you know, overcome that fear and really start listening to that energy? That's a great question. And I get it is, it takes a while to trust ourselves again, but I kind of look at it as a, as a game. And I started, when I started this, I swore I couldn't tell the difference between light and heavy. I was like, oh my goodness. And I just looked at it as, okay, I'm going to, every little choice I make, whether it's which highway am I going to take today? Am I going to meet this friend for coffee? I started just look at, is this lighter or heavier? And just noticed it. And then didn't use it with the giant choices of life. Um, it took me a while to, <laughs> to factor that in leaving my marriage based on energy, but I started with smaller choices and you start to learn to trust that, wow, when I choose something that felt 
heavy or a little bit like I knew it might not turn out great and I still chose it. When those things don't turn out great, you start to realize, wow, I was actually aware that it wasn't going to work out. Like I remember one time really choosing something that felt heavy or like, but I really wanted to go see my friend. I hadn't seen her in a while. And on the way I got stuck in four hours of traffic. And then my car got towed while we were hanging out. And then, <laughs> I mean, just the, the day spun on. I was like, actually, I knew not to choose that, but you start to trust yourself based on that. So it's not being right or wrong. It's not making a correct or incorrect choice. It's you start to learn, wow, I actually, it's similar to when you meet a person and you get that feeling about them, like, huh, eh, I think there's, I sent something kind of strange or I really like them. That's your energetic awareness. And the more you start to look at choices based on it, you'll, you'll begin to trust yourself more and start with the little things, not, not the giant things. <laughs> Okay. That all sounds pretty good. And it's baby steps, right? It's yeah. starting small and getting big. So talk to us about some other key points from the book that will be important for people to know about. Yeah. a lot. So a lot of this idea of also choosing based on the energy, but energy shopping is about it's different than a vision board and manifesting. So what a lot of people do in manifesting is they're taught to... Um, okay, I desire this house. Let's say it's a white house in Bali with a, a blue couch and my job is going to be this and they create a board, which is which is great. You can, you can create a lot by getting clear on what you're asking for and having a target to go towards. What energy shopping is, why it's a little different and one of the mistakes I see with that manifestation work is it's so specific. Again, it's it's where your mind has decided what's the greatest thing that can show up. So when you instead ask for things in your life, different job, different, different friends, different house, whatever that might be. And you choose it based on an energy list rather than like a very specific vision board. Then the, the, the world around you can contribute basically to show up even greater than your mind could have figured out. So, um, it's not as linear or logical, but what I've seen is when you almost undefine what you're asking for a little bit, and you go shopping for your life based on, wow, that relationship, that energy they have, that's really wonderful. I'd like that in my life. It might not be with, it might be a friend that gets at it. It might be an animal, but it's this energy that I'm aware of that I basically keep a list on my phone. I call it my energy shopping list. And every time I, I see something, now I look at the whole world as energy. So like if I see a video on YouTube and it's someone hang gliding and they're so excited, I'm like, oh, that energy, that's fun doesn't mean I have to go hang gliding. It's this awareness of like, wow, they're enjoying their life. I'd like more of that. So I have this little list and every day I look at, wow, what would it take to have, what would it take for, and then you fill in the blank to show up in my life with ease is a great question to start adding in energies in your life. What would it take for this to show up with, with total ease? And asking from, the other thing I talk a lot in the book too about is, when you ask questions, asking from that space of total wonder, like the way a kid asks questions with, oh my gosh, I wonder what today is going to be like. And they're, they're really in question. They don't have any clue. They're excited. They have the sense of wonder and excitement. When you start asking for things in your life, like, huh, I want like the miracle question you mentioned. That's a really, it's, it's a, it's a way to reframe your mind of getting back to what if, what if I could ask for this? And I didn't let my mind go that's not possible. You can't, you shouldn't, you don't deserve it. And I stopped listening to my mind 
and more started asking for something greater to show up. Makes total sense. Yeah. Awesome. The book is called Energy Shopping and it is available everywhere. We're going to have a link, of course, in the show notes to help you get a hold of that. But as you know, this, this time has flown by and, and we've arrived at the point where I'm going to ask you what I ask everybody who's ever been on this show. What is your biggest helping? That one most important piece of information you'd like everybody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today. I'd love to, for people to walk away with this idea of looking at choices based not so much on your mind, but starting to follow and trust yourself and follow the energy in your life and just treat it like a game <laughs> and see if things get a little bit easier or a little bit more fun for you when you look at heavier light when you're, when you're choosing things and have fun with it and see if it can create something greater than what your mind has figured out for you. Wonderful. I love that. Emily, where can people get their hands on this book and connect with you online? They can find me at my website, emilyevansrussell.com. Uh, the book is on there and also on social media at Emily Evans Russell. Very and cool. Thank you, Dr. Richard. I really enjoyed talking with you. It was wonderful today. Uh, I enjoyed this as well. And for those of you on the bike, we got you covered. Everything Emily Russell will be available at the show notes at thedailyhelping.com so that you can find the links and click them and we're all good. So I, I like this a lot. Emily, thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And I also want to thank each and every one of you who chose to tune into this episode. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that's what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today, do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. Mm -hmm.